Do you think we sound alike? I personally don't think we sound alike, but what's crazy to me is that like your family members and even some of my family members think we sound alike. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I don't hear it. There was one time I was driving Shay around and I think my brother or my mom called me and I just gave Shay my phone because I was driving and I was like, can you just answer it? And Shay had a whole conversation with them and didn't even notice. It was both your mom and your brother on separate occasions. <laughs> really? Hmm. everybody, welcome back to the What's Brewing podcast or welcome to the What's Brewing podcast if this is your first time tuning in. I'm your host Gia and today is a very exciting day <laughs> in, what's... <laughs> oh, in What's Brewing history because if you could hear another voice, we have our first guest, first of many guests and first of many of her appearances on this podcast. It is my best friend, Shay. Um, Shay has been my best friend for how many years now? Seven. Seven. That's what I thought. And, you know, it's just one of those things where we just can't get tired of each other at this point. Um, so Shay has been one of the people that I've always gotten coffee with. And these she's like definitely one of the people that... We have those deep conversations whenever we get coffee and we also have like stupid conversations whenever we get coffee so welcome shay <laughs> thanks for being here today thank you for having me hi everybody um first of all how are you what's what's new what's popping um i'm good enjoying the spring weather um yeah nothing new just school and zoom and i'm not working so just a lot of zoom school what about you how are you um i'm very much with you on the spring weather because i when i dropped off coffee at shay oh wait maybe we should talk about what we're drinking today first okay so i safely dropped off a mic and a coffee at shay's house so shay why don't you share what you're drinking today so Gia dropped off, oh, you can't see it, but Gia dropped off some hippies brew to my house today and the mic that we are, or I am using right now. Um, my usual hippies brew order is White Iverson. I am a big um, ice white mocha girl, so it's my go-to, and I've never, ever tried anything else at hippies brew, so this is the one for me. What about you? I'm drinking a Hey Girl Hey, and you're probably like, what is that? Because you can't really tell what that is. It's like a pumpkin-y cold brew with like cinnamon, and usually I'm not the type to enjoy like seasonal drinks, but this pumpkin, it's not like strong pumpkin, it's like really good, and I'm it's like that good that they made it permanent on their menu like it's not just a seasonal drink and um, when i dropped you off i was wearing biker shorts well i'm still wearing biker shorts and it's finally that season where the sun is out and i feel happier i don't know if you can say the same yes definitely it just makes you feel more motivated yeah <laughs> so i thought shay would be the 
perfect first guest on the podcast, not only because she's my best friend, and of course I would want her to be first on the podcast, but we share a lot of similar experiences, not the same, but similar feelings um, that kind of piggyback on last the last episode I had about school and whatever. Let's just get to know a little bit about our friendship. Can you tell the people how we met? And if you like remember it at all? No, yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> what do you call this? Um, I remember how we met very, very clearly. It's still fresh in my brain. Um, believe it or not, we met the first day of high school, like ever. And it was um, yeah. right before lunch. We had PE together and we were waiting for the bell to ring to go to lunch. And Gia, she doesn't necessarily come up to me. She was like already by me. And she asked me, um, can I sit with you at lunch? <laughs> I feel like that's such a cliche, like, you know, movie, high school coming yeah. of age movie um, where two people meet. But that's how our friendship started. We sat together at lunch on the first day of school, a freshman year, and we have been attached at the hip ever since. I was literally going to say that. Yeah. The other day when we were looking at high school photos, all of them were together. Yeah. Do you remember your first impression of me? Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay. For myself, like as an individual, I'm very introverted. If you know me, I'm not the type of person to like reach out to people necessarily. So for you to like come up to me and be like hey can I sit with you at lunch I was like oh my god like this girl is so outgoing <laughs> it kind of just like took me like aback because I guess I've always kind of been around similar people to myself who are kind of like soft-spoken and to have you come up to me I was like oh wow okay but I mean I, I didn't think much of it I was just like oh yeah yeah. I remember that PE class. We got like a tour of the locker room. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we were like in the same tour group, quote unquote. Yeah. It was like me, you, and one other girl. And I was like, okay, this is my chance because I didn't know anybody. I don't know if you, you knew people going into high school, but I didn't. So on the first day, I was like, you know what? I got to like find somebody I can be friends with. And like, I was like, not necessarily I have to be friends with them, but I just need to find someone to sit with at lunch. Mm -hmm. So while we were waiting, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to ask her because um, if she says no, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> Imagine if you said no. No, I would not say no. That's so rude. Did you know people in our PE class? Um, yeah, I knew like a handful of people because we went to middle school together, but there was like for a majority of the class I didn't know a lot of people because everyone kind of went to middle school together except for us um okay so a loaded question do you remember what we were like in high school now that we had those pictures the other day to kind of jog your memory oh my gosh I do remember but I wish I didn't remember because <laughs> we were really a loaded duo like full of energy at all times, we were just the type of people you knew were around because you could hear us. And, like, at the time, like, 
when we were that age, I didn't realize that we were those people. But <laughs> looking back at our photos, um, yeah, it really shows. But um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we were just enjoying the moment. We were in high school and we were young and we were just having fun. So I can't really blame us for being that way. Yeah. I didn't realize how attached at the hip we were until like being older and looking back and being like, there we are again. We're at each other's house. We always had like, we had, I don't know if this was like a weekly thing, but we always hung out outside of school. And like, it's either like my parents or your parents would just like, drive us around and you said earlier like you hung out with a lot of soft spoken people do you think you're that way now no no (laughs) I um no and I think that I have like you and other people to think that I'm not as soft spoken anymore I feel like I'm more outgoing now than I was before which is a good thing (laughs) that's good that's good. Okay. Now let's like try to get back into like our high school state. Um, like I said, Shay and I share a lot of similar experiences like during high school and after. One of those being we both lived at home for college. So can you think back to senior year and recall what was your decision making like when you first came to terms that you were going to live at home for college? Like, was it your first choice? Because it certainly was not mine. Um, So where I go to school now, it was the last of last of choices for me. Um, It was actually like my backup. It's most people's backup, if we think about it, for people who live in our area. Um, So to come to terms with that my senior year, it was really hard for me. And even into my second year of college, it was still kind of hard for me to deal with some days, but it's just the reality of things I I feel like. Do you remember, I was like thinking about high school the other day. Do you remember we had one class together senior year and like one of the last classes, the teacher, okay, he was like, let's go around and say what we're, where we're going next year. Do you remember that? I have like faint memory, but I do remember him saying that. And I remember I wasn't really thrilled about my answer because mm-hmm. I said, I think I had my second university in mind and it was like such a long process of coming to terms to that I purposely did not pay attention to whatever other people said because they were saying, you know who we had in our class? They were saying like, UCLA they were saying San Diego and I was like oh my god what the hell and so I remember when it came to me I pretended to just eat my breakfast and not pay attention and then when it came to me they were just staring at me and I looked up and they're like oh where are you going and I was like blah 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 and I kept eating do you remember that Mm -hmm. I I Okay, I remember other people saying like UCLA and like UCSD and stuff. I don't remember what you said and I have no idea what I said. So were you like excited to tell people where you were going senior year? No. <laughs> what do you call this? And I don't know if you remember, but um, 
at the end of our senior year, the little school newspaper mm -hmm. for all the seniors, they had like a map of the US mm -hmm. and it's like, or of just California. And for every city, like let's say like LA, if you're going to UCLA, it would name like all the kids. Yeah. And then like for us, I was, I remember being so embarrassed to see my name like in the city that we live in mm -hmm. and my name under that. And I was like, God. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's just how I felt about it. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, eh, I'm kind of just like whatever now. Mm -hmm. So let's fast forward. Summer 17 happens. We're like in our first year. What were some of your biggest struggles you had? Like, like maybe like your first year or so living at home? Um, I think one of the biggest like culture shocks for me I don't know if it's necessarily culture shock but it was the way that people didn't talk to you at school or like in college like what you were saying in one of your first few episodes was like you always referred to like podcasts on your drives and you wouldn't talk to anyone until you got home for dinner like that was me too and it was so weird because like we were saying, like we were those people in high school who like always had each other and would like always talk to people, just be super social. And then when college came around, I was kind of just like alone. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was a shock to me because it felt like I was deprived of that social aspect that like everyone needs. And I really struggled with that at first because I would go home so sad. Yeah. I would be like, oh, what's even the point of going to school? Dude, yeah. And I didn't know necessarily, necessarily that other people struggled with that too. Because I don't know, I just assumed that it was just community college students that were like so lonely because there was nothing to do on campus. But it's reassur not reassuring, but it can happen to definitely anybody. Mm -hmm. I think one of my biggest struggles was just coming to terms that the fact like to the fact that this was my routine now. Did you ever feel that mm -hmm. way? Like, I remember you were texting me before, like, one of your orientations. Remember, and you swooped by my house to, like, pick up a shirt. I don't know. And you were texting me. You were, I remember you were like, dude, I'm so, I'm so nervous. Like, I can't believe I'm going. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think, like, your transition from high school to college, besides the fact that, like, the social aspect of it was what? was like easy I, I I don't want to say it's easy for anybody mm -hmm. but um no I don't think it was easy both academically and socially I feel like as high schoolers we create this image of like college and the people in it so it's like when you go to these orientations and these like social you know get togethers to get to know your peers and stuff at school you're kind of like oh my god like I need to live up to this standard that I made up in my head yeah exactly yeah. and it's like not like social media was not mm -hmm. helpful yeah. so now being a fourth year what were some things you learned about yourself or just anything in general from living at home that you probably might not have learned if you moved away can you think of anything i'm sure that you could learn this on your own 
even if you are living away. But I feel like I was forced to learn it early because of my circumstances. Um, but perspective is really everything. Like, I feel like both you and I had to learn how to love where we're at and what we're doing and um, not to depend on like what's in front of us to really enjoy you know college and we're experiencing yeah I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned going to school locally and like eventually you learn not to compare your experience with someone else's because it's so easy to do that with like all the social media we have now Mm, I think that was like one of the first things I learned too is just to like stop comparing because what's that one quote comparison is the thief of joy if i keep comparing myself to other people thriving in their own college experience i'm gonna totally miss the opportunities that are right in front of me Mm -hmm. can you think back what were some of the really helpful things you did or joined that kind of eased your like that made your college experience like even better um i ended up joining alpha phi as many people know which is a sorority on my campus and it's a sorority nationwide as well um i never like going out of high school i don't think i was ever set on joining a sorority i just don't think i ever had it in me um But my dad kind of pushed me to do it just for like connections and, you know, the social aspect of it. And I'm glad I did because um, I made a few lifelong friends there and they really helped me come out of my bubble at where I go to school. Um, Like you were asking earlier, like, do you think I'm still soft spoken? I feel like those people that I met in Alpha Phi, like they're also part of the reason why I'm not as soft spoken anymore. It's one of the things that made me grateful to still go to school near home. Because if I didn't go to school where I go to school, like I never would have met those people. Very true. Do you remember like after or like, okay, you went to my house before your orientation to like borrow a shirt and you were telling me, Mm -hmm. I think you were texting me and one other person in our group chat being like, dude, like I don't know how to talk to girls. Like I'm so scared. Like how do I make friends? And it was just later that day, you were like, dude, I want to join a sorority. And we were so thrown off. Yeah. But we were so excited for you because we knew how, like, nervous you were to enter into it. So I'm really happy. Or you you found some people that you can, like, keep lifelong. (laughs) Now being a fourth year, are you grateful of your decision to live at home? Or is there still part of you that kind of just, like, wonders what could have been? There's definitely some days, I mean, I feel like you're always going to wonder some days what could have been, no matter how much you've mastered, like, loving your perspective and where you're at. There's always going to be that part of you that's like, Mm -hmm. man, if I just tried harder, or if only, but um, I think I've learned to love my decision, like what I have now, um, like I have you here, I have a lot of my good friends here. I mean, I have my relationship here. I got into my nursing program here. Like, it's a lot of things were unexpected, but a lot of blessings came along with it. Um, 
Yeah. And I, I, it really goes in with like you, you saying like, just trust your path, even if it's like the most opposite thing you could have wanted, like there's really something for you still. Like you said earlier, you got accepted into your nursing program. Um, right now the world is pretty fucking crazy. Can you kind of talk about what it's been like being a nursing student, a nursing student in general, but on top being in a pandemic? I know that's such a crazy question, but if anybody's listening and they're probably looking into nursing, you know, I just want to preface. Um, I know for those of you who are interested in nursing school, I know that everything you hear is like, nursing school is so hard. Like, I'm so depressed or I'm so anxious. And yes, it's difficult, but it's so fun. Like, when you're doing something you love, you'll enjoy it so much. So the days where you are anxious or like everything's crashing down on you, like, I don't want to say they're worth it, but you get to do what you love at the end of the day. So just keep going, honestly. Um, but nursing school in a pandemic. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people view nursing school as like just hitting the books and reading and studying. But a large part of our practice is hands-on skills. Like, you know, we have to learn how to put an IV, do blood pressure, you know, do wound care. And being in a pandemic, we've kind of been robbed of that. Um, mm -hmm. We don't really get to see each other in person as much. For two whole semesters, I didn't get any hospital experience, no clinical rotations. Um, hospitals weren't letting us in because of COVID. So it's like, how do we learn how to talk to patients? How do we learn how to provide that therapeutic communication? How do we learn how to do all the hands-on stuff? So we're finally starting to be let into hospitals, but um, because we were quote unquote robbed of that experience, I feel like a lot of us live with like imposter syndrome and we're like, we're graduating in December. Are we really good nurses or like we're just getting A's because we know how to read and we know how to study, you know? Um, so I feel like it's just um, difficult in the mental aspect for those of us who struggle with imposter syndrome. But I also feel for those who have like different learning styles who would rather be in person because yeah. I know that they struggle as well doing school on Zoom. So it's a it's a heavy heavy course to take on zoom but still possible still possible and might i add shay is like handling it so well thank you and it's really exciting because shay is a student nurse who is now administering vaccines okay can you like say what that's like now that you get a little bit more hands-on experience I'm so, so grateful. You know, pandemic only comes one every hundred years and it just decided to come now. But, <laughs> um, you know, I don't I can't speak for everyone, but it makes me feel really hopeful to see the numbers rise for people who are getting vaccinated. Um, I think right now, like eight million Californians are vaccinated. And just to know that, like, um, I'm able to 
to help in that process. It's a very rewarding feeling. And I hope that sometime soon we can reach herd immunity so my friend here can have her college experience. <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so how many people, I don't know if you can like recall this information, how many people do you vaccinate a day? Like how long is your shift and how many people do you think you vaccinate a day? Cause that's crazy. Okay. Um, so my shift is from 7.45 in the morning until 5 p.m. Okay. Um, so that's about nine hours. Our clinic vaccinates – yesterday we vaccinated 542 people. Period. I only vaccinated close to around 100. I feel like 542 doesn't sound like a big number compared to the 40 million Californians. But if you think about it, we're just one clinic in one city. And there's probably multiple clinics in the city that I'm in. So the numbers go crazy, people. Go get vaccinated when you can. <laughs> I know you just got your second dose. When was it? Like the other day? Yeah, I think two days ago. Yeah. How did you feel? Like how did like mentally and physically, how did you feel after getting that second dose? Um, well, going into the second dose, I kind of was just like, whatever, getting my second dose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but then once I got it, I don't like once I got it, I started feeling super emotional like just staring at my card because even though it's just like a vaccine, it feels like another step closer to normalcy again. And I know I'm just an individual person, but I was also surrounded by other people who got their second dose. It's just a very emotion-filled feeling. Um, and I'm very grateful that I was able to get both doses this early. Mm -hmm. um, physically, Honestly, physically, I was fine the whole day. I was moving. I was out and about doing everything I usually do. And it wasn't until nighttime that I felt everything. It all, it, it hit me like a truck. But for those of you listening, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. The benefits of the vaccine definitely outweigh the risks of getting COVID. So I would rather get my vaccine and experience what I experienced than catch COVID, give it to who knows, and just have that keep going on. So, and let it be known. I felt fine by the next morning. All I had to do was kind of just stay hydrated and get some sleep. So I hope that applies for everyone else who gets the second dose. One last question about school. A lovely topic we love to talk about. Okay, imagine if we weren't doing distance learning, right? What a, what a world. What advice would you give a high school student who is coming to terms with the fact that they are now going to be living at home for college? This is a very difficult question because I'm trying to think of what I would have told myself. And I know high school me would have been like, shut up. Like, I think I would tell high school me that perspective is everything and just make the most of what you have because it's all you you've got um wishing you had something else doesn't do anything for you yeah you'll still be in the same place and if anything you'll probably be miserable if you always wish you had something else rather than what you have so just perspective and do the most of with what you have 
because that's all you can really do. This reminds me of an instance in high school where I was in a class and you can tell some of us are just like not in it right now. Like we weren't in the moment when we should have been. And she was like trying to give us a pep talk being like, in this moment right now, you cannot control things that will happen in an hour. You are here, you are standing here. So you might as well put all your energy into what's right now because you can't leave this situation right now and do whatever you your mind is consuming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's like one of the things that I've always thought back to, not only like in high school, but now. I can't control what happens next week or a month from now or even years from now. So I might as well mm -hmm. invest all my time and energy into what I'm doing that's like in front of me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think perspective is everything. And any college experience, any experience itself is what you make of it and the attitude you have towards it. So I'm grateful that it was a minor speed bump coming to terms that we live at home for college, but it's something we definitely, I would say, speaking on both of our behalves, that something that we grew to love and that we're like super grateful for because mm -hmm. it was hard at first, but now we're just, look at us, who would have thought? So I want to talk a little bit about our friendship because, you know, we do be friends. So at what point in our friendship did you kind of just realize we were best friends? Very, very early in our friendship, like definitely like freshman year when we first met. I don't know what it was that made me realize. I want to say it was like our loyalty to each other, like. I knew if one of us was gonna get into trouble, the other one would too. Like it, it was, it was that <laughs> kind of deal. But we didn't even did we get in trouble in high school? No, no, not really. Actually, yeah, I was like, we were pretty good. But it's like if we went down, we went down together. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, we always came back to each other, and yeah, I think loyalty. How do you know someone is a good friend? Oof. I actually like saw or I was reading something the other day where it was like how you know you're in the presence of like a good friend or whatever mm -hmm. something like that and one of the top things on the list was like you feel safe around them mm -hmm. and like what you say you're not afraid will end the friendship or will affect the friendship mm -hmm. I think that definitely like um I want to feel safe around a good friend I want to know that I can like confide in you and I don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I'm also very big on loyalty. I'm not just going to give you the title of best friend just for you to walk away. <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, just someone really supportive and who reciprocates mm. what I give them. Heavy on the reciprocates. Because imagine if you were like, like sharing all these things with me mm -hmm. and like you were like so looking forward to like whenever we hung out and I didn't do the same yeah next <laughs> next <laughs> um but you're definitely 
I don't know what you were reading, but I feel like I saw the same thing. Um, I when I thought about this question, I thought of who do you share your wins with? Do you know what I mean? I feel like whenever we have good news, mm -hmm. we want to share it with each other. And that's like a big indicator mm -hmm. of who you see as a friend, someone you can confide in. Ooh, another juicy mm -hmm. question. What do you think makes someone a fake friend? Uh, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> <sighs> okay, I know this is super like, I don't know. I feel like someone's going to judge me for saying this, but no, say it. You can really just tell with someone's energy. Like I know energy, crystals, astrology is a very up in the air subject for many people, but <laughs> Gia showing her crystals. <laughs> but I think the first thing I would start off with is energy. I, f I don't know if it's just me as an individual or if everyone can tell when someone is really being genuine. Or if they're just listening to you or speaking with you because they want to know something mm -hmm. or, you know, want something. I feel like they're not really... I think it ties back to, like, being genuine, but they're not very excited for you and your plans. And they don't really affirm you as a friend or support you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those are two big things for a fake friend. She's a words of affirmation girl. Yes, I am a words of affirmation girl. <laughs> What about for you? I think for me, energy and definitely like coming to someone when it's convenient for you. Mm. And you're coming to someone only for them to serve you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to get out of this interaction? I mean, I feel like there's a difference between someone you don't talk to a lot who is a good friend, like you're on this good terms and someone who only comes to you when they want something. Yeah. I feel like you kind of feel hesitant when, you, when you're about to share something with someone and that's kind of like an indicator. Like, I do I feel safe sharing this with this person? Because I feel like me and you, we just like literally talk from the top of our heads. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't even make sense. I guess you can talk about us since we're here. How do you think friendships transition from high school to college and if you find it necessary i mean obviously we've been friends since high school and now we're in college but what are some like aspects of if you want to keep a friend from high school until college and if it's necessary in some cases because sometimes it's not always necessary or like doesn't happen maybe i'm just speaking for myself <laughs> But one of the things is, like, I'm a very, like, attached person to the people in my life and, like, um, even items in my life. But I think one of the biggest things you'll have to learn transitioning from high school to college is how to be unattached, knowing that, like, you won't have the same access to your friend, even though, like, you'll still be just as good friends. It's just, like, you have different schedules now. Um, they'll meet new people. You'll meet new people. Uh, it's just learning to let go of the security that high school gave you and your friend. And just knowing that nothing about the relationship will change. But maybe certain aspects of like 
like the technicalities might change. Um, and I think it's important to say that even if you do try your hardest to hold on to certain friendships, they still might just fall off. And that might just be an indicator that you were friends because you saw each other every day, you know? And nothing to be too heavy on yourself about. It's just the way the ball rolls. But if you do encounter that, I feel like you shouldn't think too much of it. Because, you know. <laughs> How do you think our friendship has withstood time? Because we've been friends for seven, years. seven or eight. I think eight because we started high school in 2013. Yeah. Um, I think it's very, I feel like for every friendship though. Um, but I think it's effort-based. Like you said, like we still made time for each other despite our schedules and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I think just a mutual understanding that this is my good friend and they'll always be my good friend. Despite like, <laughs> despite <laughs> not speaking with one another for who knows how long. Um, there's just certain people in your life where you know that like, yeah, they're always going to yeah. be there. How do you think we withstood time? We we definitely like depended on each other not like depended in a good way like we weren't afraid to ask each other for help and i don't know i feel like through the ups and the downs like we always came back to each other because we knew that this friendship was so meaningful to us mm -hmm. um it's like at the end of the, I don't I keep saying at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, you know who's good for you. And I feel like we both knew we were good for each other. So that and going through similar experiences of like, okay, first going to high school, our first heartbreak, whatever, going to college and now like being adults, I feel like we always came back to each other. Not like we were apart ever, like we're attached to the hip, but mm -hmm. I feel like we always made it a point to just share however we were feeling. Like we were always on the same page, I feel like. Is it weird that we've never really fought? Unless, <clears throat> I don't think we've ever fought. No, I don't think we've ever fought. Um, but I feel like partially we're both very, okay, aside from the fact that we're partially non-confrontational people, don't know if I said that right, but we never really had a reason to fight though yeah like, even if we were confrontational like you've never really pissed me off and i hope i've never really pissed you off no never <laughs> but yeah i don't know do you think that's weird like people say like healthy relationships fight and whatever yeah but i don't think that's ever happened with us first of all i don't think healthy relationships need to fight <laughs> i guess it's I feel like weird is the wrong word. Maybe like unique. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing that we never fought, but Yeah, it's definitely a good thing, but it but you know, people say I don't know what people say. People say that fighting is healthy sometimes, like conflict is healthy. But yeah. I don't think we've ever gone through conflict unless I am not recalling certain things. <laughs> no. I think 
people say conflict is healthy because you kind of like like your social penetration idea here I feel like with conflict you kind of like unravel those layers of another person you get to know them on like a deeper level mm-hmm. um but I feel like with us we kind of just figured that out mm-hmm. without the conflict I think we just have like a mutual trust in each other where it's like okay I can open up to her and that's kind of like how we grew I feel like we know each other so well that we wouldn't do each other wrong Mm -hmm. like we know why one might feel different like we know we so we know each other so well that we know that they're never coming from a place to start conflict or feel indifferent like if i knew something would affect you like i definitely like reach out to you first i feel like Mm -hmm. we just respect each other honestly yeah i feel like there's like not anything we would shy away from talking Mm -hmm. about as non-confrontational as we are we're always willing to run things by each other first just to get the other person's perspective you know what i mean um okay last question if you were to describe our friendship in three words what would it be this is very hard i'm gonna try to like do different aspects of our friendship okay so one is definitely like loyal. These hoes are loyal. But these hoes are loyal. The um, so loyal. Love that. I want to say unexpected. Not only because like who would have thought we'd be friends, but also like as we get older, we get into these unexpected things, whether it be like life events, running into each other at first Friday. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like we never know what we have in store with each other, but it keeps it exciting, you know? So unexpected in a good way, in many ways. Last, sorry, last one I would say is nurturing. I feel like that's a really good way. (laughs) I feel like we're like the type of friendship where we like water each other, if that makes sense. Not me being soft. What kind of plant would you be? Girl. Hmm. I'm not forgetting that TikTok. What was I? The Virgo. (laughs) The Virgo plant? Yeah, I remember this. Oh, no, it was a reel, I think. I sent you guys a reel where it was like, girl, I don't, okay. I don't know what kind of plant I would be. Maybe I'd be a snake plant. I think that's what I was. I think I was a snake plant in that reel. Yeah. What would you be? Hmm. I feel like I don't know a lot. Um, I like peace lilies. I was gonna say, I feel like you'd be a peace lily or a tulip. Yeah, tulips are more like I don't have them potted or whatever, but I like tulips. Okay, I would describe our friendship. Man, you came up with really good ones, and I didn't think of anything. I, first of all, I loved nurturing, that made me so happy, and unexpected. Mm. the first one would be uplifting okay my second one would be growing like we grow together i know honestly (laughs) i think the last one would honestly just be fun (laughs) when you said when we ran into each other at first fridays it's just so funny but i really like nurturing so maybe i want to change that last one too Wait, what did I say? Uplifting. 
Oh, but I like fun. So I'm, I'm going to keep those three. <laughs> okay, here's just the last question. Okay, what, what what's the funniest story of us that you can think of? There are so many. Oh, my God. Yep, we're funny. <laughs> I just, I don't, uh. Okay, you can choose whichever one. <laughs> this is, I don't know. I'm just going to ramble right now, but I'm really thinking about the time. Okay, I'm, can I talk about sneaking out? Or no, actually, my mom. Yeah. Oh, I was. That was gonna be mine. Okay, keep going. Mom, I don't know if you're listening. I'm sorry, but um, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, well, this was in high school. You know, when I don't want to say when we didn't know better because we were just we were like 15. Yeah, we were being la 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 girlies, as we are. Anyways, um, we snuck out of the house. Omg! Ah, what? <laughs> Anyways, we snuck out of the house and. We took the car. Mind you, we were like fresh, learning to drive, you know? Wait, can I ask? Yes. Where was the car? Why am I not remembering? Oh my god, it was in... (laughs) Dude, I remember. You had to walk on the... Remember we had to walk on the chain tracks? (laughs) No, why didn't we just choose the sidewalk? I think we thought we were going to get kidnapped or something. And then didn't didn't a train go by or no? I can't remember that. That would have scared think, the shit out I don't of know. me. Yeah. I don't or like a car came by. No, yeah. But like, by. why did we do that? Did we think we were gonna get caught? I think we thought police were gonna be like, "Why are you out?" Yeah. So we purposely did not take the sidewalk. We took the side next to the train track. I don't know why. Keep going. Sorry. So yeah, there's this instance where we snuck out of the house and we took the car. And mind you, we barely knew how to drive. Like, we knew how to drive, but... I don't think I knew how to drive. Very, it was all very new to us. I think you just had your permit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> or not even, I don't know. Someone might turn me in. Um, yeah, so it was the kind of, like, knowing how to drive where you didn't know the function of the car. You only knew how to, like, go and park and drive, and you didn't know what the buttons were for. You only knew gas and brake. So... I don't know. Basically, we took the car and we ended up running into what would you call it, a divider? What is that thing that we hit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so outside of okay Shay's neighborhood, there's like a gate code, right? Yeah. And it's like a little island where you enter a gate. Yeah, yeah, the island, 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 and you just kept the car in neutral. I think I kept it in neutral. And I don't think the car was straight. No. We were trying to figure out how to turn off the high beams. Yeah, so basically, oh my gosh, kept this the car so in neutral, don't know why I kept the car in neutral, ended up hitting the island, <laughs> and to top everything off, while we hit the island, the cherry on top, a police car comes by, <laughs> and he sees us, and he's like, hey guys, get over there. He sounded friendly. I'll give him that. No, yeah, he was really That's nice. about it. He didn't even, like... He didn't even get out of his car. Yeah, he just kind of drove by and was like, are you guys good? Dude, um, I remember... I was, like, about yeah, to piss my pants. Oh, my gosh. Remember your voice got <laughs> so high? Okay, I have this thing. I don't know if... Do you, would you say that it still happens? I feel like a little bit. Okay. Maybe it's, like, my customer service voice. I don't know. Okay, so whenever I get nervous... I talk really fast and my voice gets really high. And 
I was about to shit my pants. I don't know. But when it happened, like, you could tell the guy was just cruising and braked hella hard. He reversed. I remember he reversed. Did he really? Oh, my God. I was in the passenger seat. And I was like, Shay, I don't know what to do. Like, can you just lie and say you have your license? I really remember Gio was like, say you're 16. Say you're 16. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> because like first of all you didn't have your license second of all it was like 1 12 a.m i was a good kid okay i just need to let yeah we were good I need to let everyone know i was a good kid <laughs> it's just this one instance it's just like okay and i think you were kind of like turned to try and reach the button and then all of a sudden we're like rolling and we're like, doom. And then the guy is just like, are you guys okay? And luckily he didn't get out of his car or anything. Oh my God. I think he just went, oh, we got it all good. We're all good. And he's like, okay, have a good night. And we had to, we entered the neighborhood and we had to like park and like figure out. And just like, we just had to compose ourselves. Honestly, that's like one of the best memories ever. Yeah, not funny in the moment. Oh, not funny at all in the moment. Super scared shitless, but now looking back, it's like... It's fucking hilarious. Ha ha ha. So, that just about wraps up this episode. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and listening to me and Shay just ramble on about life and our friendship. Once again, thank you so much to Shay for carving out some time in her day to talk to me, even though we talk just about every day. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and follow, like, whatever to this podcast to keep listening to me. Once again, I'm Gia E. (laughs) Once again, I'm Gia. Thank you so much for listening. Come back frequently as we discuss what's brewing. Bye. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know if I want to keep this question. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, just keep the good parts. (laughs) 